You're listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly, where women 40 and older discover how to find meaning and purpose in their lives, how to feel at home in their own skin, to love who they are, and to design a life that makes them happy. Here's your host, Janelle Anderson, CEO and founder of Emerging Life Coaching. The title of this episode is How to Do What You Love. You know, everybody wants to do what they love and love what they do. It's just in us to want to do that. Challenge is figuring out how, because it is really a challenge to figure out how to sometimes make money or an income from what you love to do. Like, for example, if you just love roller skating or you just love cooking, then how can you turn that around and make an income that you can depend on and, and then therefore do what you love and love what you do? Well, sometimes it's not that simple, is it? Today, I'm just going to give you some hacks that I have discovered that might help you to at least get the ball rolling because unless you take action, nothing ever changes. It is not a simple, hey, I love to do this, so I'm just gonna go do it. That's just not how it works. But what happens is a lot of times people give up on the pursuit of figuring out how to do what they love because it's complicated and it's not so easy. So I don't want you to give up on it. I want you to start making some steps toward it. So today is just going to be a simple, here's some ideas, here's some things to do to start. You've got to get the train on the track starting it rolling down that track before other things will come your way. This is a step-by-step process often. And sometimes you start slow and you build on it. But first, I just want to clarify that doing what you love could mean several different things. It might mean that you just want to do something you really love in your spare time on the weekends. You don't want it to be your income. You just want to find something you're passionate about to have that in your life and do it outside of your, your everyday job that's bringing you your steady income. Or you could be retired and you're just looking for something that fulfills that passion, that fulfills that desire to be doing what you love. Or you might be thinking, you know what, I would just like to do something on the side, like a side gig and make a little extra income from doing something I'm passionate about, but I don't necessarily want to make it my full-time job or business. I just want to make a little bit of money doing something I really enjoy. Or you might be in that place where you do want to do what you love full-time. You want to start a business doing what you love and be your own boss, or you want to find a new job or career or make adjustments at your current job so that you are doing more of what you love. Make your job into something that you're passionate about. Whatever way you're going about this, whatever one of these areas or categories or situations that apply to you, the bottom line is doing what you love is crucial. It's important to your happiness and your well-being. It's not just a luxury or a really nice idea. And I hear people saying this a lot, like, oh yeah, that'd be great if I could do what I love, but hey, that's not reality. That's not realistic. That's not real life. I just have to slog through and keep doing this job I hate or, you know, just survive and kind of make do 
that is no way to live, people. I really believe that all of us have something in us and sometimes several things that bring us fulfillment and satisfaction that come from a place of passion and being on fire and being excited that we are meant to do, whether it is on the side and just you know not making money doing it or whether it is something that creates an income. It doesn't matter. You should be doing what you really love to do. You're meant to. You were created to do those things that bring you satisfaction, that contribute to the world, that make a difference. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Not just things for fun and recreation. I'm talking about things that really make a difference in the world that bring you satisfaction and fulfillment because they're so unique to who you are. And when you do them and you walk in them, it just makes a difference. It adds to the world. Those are the different ways that you might be looking at this. So the first thing we really need to do is figure out and decide which one of those situations do you fall into? Do you want to make money doing what you love or do you just want to do it as a hobby in your spare time? And then once you've determine that, the next thing is to figure out what you do love to do. It's amazing how many of us struggle with that. I don't know. You know, I hear this all the time. I don't know what I love to do. And I have a theory about that. I think it's because we loved to do things when we were children, when we were young, and we were able to just freely follow those passions and those interests and the curiosity and then when we got older, you know, we got into school and we had to pay attention to grades and all of that. And then we get into our adult years and we have to start creating an income and building a career. And we kind of forget those things that really fired us up when we were young. And we've put them on the shelf and we've actually gotten to the place oftentimes where we think, well, that's just child's play and it, it's not reality. So I want you to do a little brain dump. This is hack number one to try to get back in touch and connected to those inner passions and those things that you really love doing, do a brain dump. Sit down and just write out everything. Nothing is off limits. It might be something you think is very small or how could that ever bring me an income? It doesn't matter. Don't think about that. Just write out all the things you love to do. What did you love to do as a child? What are you doing when you lose track of time? What are those things you're really good at? What do other people compliment you on? What awards have you won? And here's just some ideas I wanna throw out at you and you can run with it. Do you like to write? Do you like to write stories or poetry or do you like to research and look up information? Do you enjoy that? You know, when somebody says, hey, I wonder what this means or I wonder how I could find that. Are you the person that goes directly to Google to look it up? Do you spend time looking things up and researching you know, where they came from and where they started? What do they mean? Do you enjoy things like drawing or painting or sewing, needlework, baking, cake decorating, cooking, cleaning, organizing? Do you enjoy dancing and working out, walking, running? Do you enjoy teaching and consulting and coaching, sharing your expertise? Do you enjoy speaking in front of groups? Do you enjoy working with children or adults or the elderly? Do you love to garden? You know, do you love to grow flowers or grow vegetables? Do you love music? Do you play an instrument? Do you sing? What about collecting? Do you enjoy collecting things? Are you an antiquer? Do you love to go to flea markets and yard sales? Do you enjoy refurnishing furniture, redecorating your home? 
Do you love to help others? Bring them food when, when they're going through a tough time or, you know, whatever it might be. What about fashion? Do you enjoy fashion and makeup and doing hair? Are you into photography? Do people come to you with problems? Do you enjoy helping them find solutions? These are just ideas that I'm throwing out to you. Every little thing matters. Make a list, do a brain dump, all the things that you really enjoy. And then what you wanna do after you make that list is find the ones that are top of mind, those ones that really excite you and that you most want to do. Once you've done that, hack number two is creating a plan to actually start integrating those activities into your life. Once you've determined what you really love to do, and you've determined which ones are the really top ones, then how are you going to integrate them? How are you going to start doing them? You've got to determine what do you need? What steps do you need to take? Do you need to take a class or do you need to learn a skill? Do you need to buy some materials or some equipment? You know, what do you need to do to bring this into reality? Sometimes that's what's stopping us is that we haven't determined the actual action steps that we need to take. We're just dreaming about it or we're just thinking about it, but you've got to take it from just a dream state and just in your head and start making it a reality. And don't think that any step is too small. Every little step matters. Small steps will get you to big results. And also in this plan, you've got to carve out a time in your day, in your calendar and in your week. Put it on your schedule, just like you would schedule an appointment with the doctor. Schedule it so that you will actually do it. Set aside that time for you to pursue what you love to do. It's important. It is important that you do this. It's good for your well-being and your happiness and for all those in your life when you're happy. For example, if you love to dance, find out what are the dances in your area that you would enjoy, put them on your calendar, and go to them. You've got to create the plan of action that will integrate that activity into your life. Once you start it, you will expand. You'll do more. It will grow. But if you don't ever take the action step to get it started, it'll just remain a dream and a nice thought. Hack number three, be creative and think outside the box. Just because no one's done it or just because you've never done what it is you really want to do, or just because people around you might think it's dumb or risky or not reality, that's not a reason to give up your dream. Instead of thinking of why you can't do something, start coming up with reasons why you can do something. Look at what can I do. If it looks impossible the way you're looking at it, just step back and look at all the other ways that you could possibly approach your idea. Maybe there's a different way to go about it. There are always other options. I think we get stuck in our head when we're looking at one way and we think, oh, this is never gonna happen and we tell ourselves it's impossible and we just give up on our dreams. So change that narrative to nothing's impossible. I just need to find a different way to do it. One way to encourage and inspire yourself is to read about people who have found creative ways to pursue their dreams and their passions. Go watch some videos on YouTube. Look it up, uh, Google, people that have followed their dreams, people that have done impossible things, and you'll find a lot of people who have done things that were different and risky and 
seemed out of the realm of possibility, but they didn't let that stop them. Let those people inspire you and think outside the box. Hack number four, start slow. You don't have to get it all done in a day or a week or even a month. If you're trying to do your, what you love as an income, do it as a side gig first and build from there. It's okay to take baby steps and just get your feet wet first. It's important too to find people that will support you. So look for communities and groups of other people who are trying to turn their passions into profits. One step at a time. Be patient, this will take time. Hack number five, believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. Believe that you're worth it. It's very common for new entrepreneurs to doubt that they have what it takes to be successful doing what they love. Even people that are trying to do what they love as a side hobby, it's common to think, oh, well, I'm not going to ever be able to do this. So you need to watch what you're thinking and change that narrative to be positive. I can do this. I mean, look at all the other people that have done this or have done things they love and have found a way. You also want to be realistic too. Not every idea on your list can be turned into an income producing endeavor, but those ideas could lead you to something that could be an income producing endeavor. So don't sell yourself short. If you put on your list, hey, I love to collect seashells at the beach, but how's that ever going to create an income? Well, that by itself won't. But maybe you have an artistic talent to do something with those shells, like create jewelry out of them or something, and that could lead you to an income. So dare to do something different. Take a chance on yourself. Believe in yourself. I can't stress that enough. In fact, I want to read a little bit from an article about that. And this article is from OrdinaryTraveler.com. It's a blog. And Christy Woodrow is the writer, the author. And the article is How to Find Your Passion and Make Money. She asked herself this question. Do you want to make money doing what you love? She says. She says, yeah, I know. Stupid question, right? I can't think of many people who would say no to that question. But how many people think it's possible? And she says, I believe with the right tools and the right attitude, we can all make a living doing what we love. And I agree. And I love that. She said for a long time, she felt that photography, writing, traveling, and surfing were just hobbies. And in her wildest dreams, she had not imagined she would actually be able to turn her hobbies into a career. So here we go. Remember that list I told you to make? So she had photography, writing, traveling, and surfing. And she never thought she could turn those into an income or a career. So how did she do it? Okay, so she started asking herself a couple questions. Here's some good questions for you. If money wasn't a concern, what would you do with your time? What are your hobbies? What do other people say you're good at? Which one of your skills do you think you can use to benefit other people? And she said, one thing that always kept her down was the thought, I'm not good enough. That right there, people, is the big gremlin that stops people all the time. She said, I would notice how other people were more advanced than me, and it seemed that they had more experience or more talent 
but I realized that this was just a way for me to avoid the thought of failing at something I love. If I never tried it, then I could always just keep it as a hobby. And that's the safe option. When I finally started believing in myself and made the decision to put all of my free time and energy into building a business based on my passions, I knew I wouldn't be able to do it alone. So I started taking classes in photography, writing, and entrepreneurship. Okay, so I want you to realize here, she took some action. She dealt with the thought, I'm not good enough, this is not gonna work, and she turned it around and thought, you know what? I've gotta believe in myself, and I have to make a decision and a choice to put time and energy into this. This is the crucial hack here I want you to get. Believe in yourself, put time and energy into it. Find people to support you. And then she said, you gotta dream big. Harriet Tubman said, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars, to change the world. Love it. When she wrote this, Christy said, it's been less than a year since I made the decision to put my heart and soul into this endeavor. And even though it hasn't been easy, I finally realized that I have something valuable to offer the world. She, a few weeks ago, she got an email from National Geographic Traveler. She had been writing to them and writing to them, and she hadn't heard from them in six months. She gets this email saying they're considering her story for their magazine. The point is, she dreamed big. She reached for the stars. She went for it. And she created an open door for herself. And hack number six is, if you don't know enough, start asking, like she did. Ask for help. Be open. Be willing to learn what you don't know. Take classes. Read books. I'm all about that. Always grow. If you don't grow, you die. And hack number seven is believe in your expertise. What knowledge or skills do you have that others want? You have a ton of knowledge inside of you. What have you done all your life that you have built skill around and knowledge around that other people need? You could start right away charging per hour as a consultant or even a coach using your expertise to help other people that need it. Host a workshop or a seminar or a webinar. You could create an online course, taking people step by step through the process of how to do whatever it is that you know how to do. You could start a blog or a YouTube channel or a podcast. You could write a guidebook teaching people what you know how to do. You have expertise that other people need and want. Trust me, it's true. I want to read from another article. This is Forbes.com, and it is called The Real Secret to Making Money by Following Your Passion. They have a formula. I want you to write this down. Passion plus usefulness equals value. That's the gift, your contribution to help other people and your passion together equals value, meaning people are willing to pay for it. You can be passionate about all kinds of things that won't actually pay you anything, but when you combine your passion with something that's useful, that people need and want, that's where you'll find your synergy and that's how you can make some money. Here are some stories in this article of people that did just that. I'm just going to read a couple of them. One is a woman named Heather Allard. She's known as the mogul mom. 
She built a business after making a blanket for her daughter. She later sold that business and now teaches other moms how to be self-employed. She started small. She started with something she liked to do and created an income out of it. She thought outside the box. Here's another one, and this is a woman's. I'd like to focus and highlight women. Not that men aren't important, but we're women. So Susanna Conway, a former journalist from England who got the surprise of her life when she earned more than $140,000 last year teaching photography. See, she had an expertise. She found a way to teach it and make money doing it. And Sarah Young started a yarn shop in Portland, Oregon at the height of the recession. Two years later, business is booming and Sarah recently celebrated her first $10,000 day. So each of these people found a way to apply the formula, passion plus usefulness equals value. And they did something they're passionate about. They translated it and turned it into value and created an income doing it. Okay, so I'm hoping you're starting to see that, hey, this is possible for you too, because that's what I wanna do today is just get you started and get you thinking and get you believing. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women Emerging Fearlessly. If you're wondering how you can create the life that you truly want, check out our website at emerginglifecoaching.com or send me an email, janelle at emerginglifecoaching.com. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, emerge fearlessly as your authentic self and go out there and do what you really want.